Hey, didn't see you there. Welcome to What's That About? This week's episode is on ASMR. <laughs> Do you come with the car? Oh, you. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, that was creepy. See, that was my attempt at an ASMR voice. <laughs> the I was getting a few tingles. That is <laughs> that was disturbing and disturbingly accurate. Uh, yeah, far out. <laughs> also, a little bit of Michael Jackson there, by the sound of it. There was a little bit. I, I channeled a few people. Michael Jackson, bit of Tito, bit of Jermaine as well. A little bit. So, yeah. You were about to break out into a little bit of a You and I, Luna. <laughs> Could have been. Could have been. <laughs> so, all of that weirdness will be explained after the intro music. D-Train, welcome back to another episode. What's news with you? Well, it's been a while, hasn't it? Quite a lot. I've got a lot of news that's been happening. Uh, Let me guess. Can I guess? Yeah, please. You're not You're not happy about something. <laughs> well, tell you what, Lukey, you are absolutely correct. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not happy. I'm not bloody happy. Tell me what's going on. Tell me All what's right. going on. Check this out. Every time I go into the bathroom and I'm wearing socks, I step in a pile of water. That's... We went away two weeks. Came back in, just came home, took my shoes off, went in the bathroom, stepped in a bit of water. Yeah, happens to me mainly at night when I'll, you know, sneak out of bed to do a quick wee and, you know, pair of socks on for the evening sleep Mm -hmm. and I will walk tiptoe across the bathroom, always in a little puddle. So then you have to go and get new socks and all you want to do is go to sleep. Very annoying. (laughs) So annoying. Now, you have all girls, but when you have a boy in the family, six-year-old boy... Happens in the toilet as well, which is not great. <laughs> not so much water in those cases. Yeah, that's right. I reckon if you were out in like a desert area and you had one of those kind of metal rods and you're walking around trying to find some water under the surface, yeah, get rid of the metal rod, put a put pair of socks, socks on, on yeah. and just tiptoe around the land, <laughs> you will step in some water. Within five minutes, I'd be... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's so annoying. (laughs) Not going to die, but now I've got to get new socks. Very annoying. (laughs) More to the point, socks in bed, even Uh, in summer. You know the weirdest thing is? Every night I go to bed, I go, put little socks on. 20 minutes in to try and get to sleep, I'm like, Mm. this isn't working. I take the socks off, and yet the next night, they're back on again before I get in. That's strange. I actually work with someone who not only goes to bed with socks on, Goes to bed with socks, tracksuit pants, socks over the tracksuit pants, and a jumper in bed. They're, they're getting ready to go for a jog. That's not a sleep, sleeping attire. <laughs> yeah, it's very unusual. <laughs> Anything else making you upset just while we're on things? Uh, no, no, that's about it. That's about it for this week. <laughs> I'll probably be unhappy again next week. We'll, we'll see what happens. <laughs> Okay, and so you've, had a hair, you've had a haircut, you say, I see. I have, I have. The uh, listeners can't appreciate it unless you can hear how schmick I'm looking. But you nah. do sound a little bit better. Quick question, feeling sharp? Yep. At the hairdresser, I know mm-hmm. we've discussed this extensively. Our mm-hmm. woes with hairdressers. Oh yeah. 
when they show you the back of your head, yep. have you ever <laughs> have you ever said, no, nah, that's not good enough. Can you please fix that up? Ever. I haven't. Sometimes I don't know. Like it sounds like I'm complimenting the back of my head rather than their work on the haircut. <laughs> I got like, oh, that looks bloody fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> like, are you talking about the back of your own head there, buddy? Because <laughs> you never see it. It's like it could be anyone's. Yes. So, I'm going to whistle next time. I'm going to go. What a beaut. What, what a beaut. <laughs> I did have this, and I'm not sure if I've spoken about this before on the potty, but I've noticed when I go to the trendier barbers, you know, those ones where you get a complimentary beer during your haircut and the music's oh, all yeah. blurry and there's a lot of tattoos going on. Yeah. I, I never feel more out of place than I do in those barbers. There. I went to a, I went to one of those ones, very trendy. And, you know, I think there was, I don't know, Joe Rogan was playing and the yeah. guy was, he was a little bit racist, but he had tattoos everywhere. And if you don't get, you know, in fashion with the kids at the moment is fades. Yeah. So it's like a zero. And and when I just said, short back and sides, please. He basically gave me <laughs> the most disgusted look he's ever given anyone. For this haircut, I was actually on the board. It said, you know, fade cut, you yeah, know, $35. I was out the front on my phone Googling what is a fade cut because yeah. I had no <laughs> idea what it was. Yeah, But the, the, the power move the barber pulled on me was traditional barber swivel chair. As he's cutting around my head, instead of him moving around to get the best angle for the section of head he's working on, yeah. he was just spinning me around. Like I was a small child in a chair. So he he was still stationary and I'm like, whoa, 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 swinging around. He was manhandling me. Yeah. He was such a power move. It was amazing. That is a power move. Take that. <laughs> the other, when he was moving my head, he grabbed my head like a coconut and just pivoted it <laughs> in, his, in his big fingers so he could move my head to where he wanted it. I felt... Used and abused, honey. I felt that- used and abused. <laughs> That's the kind of thing they do on the Flintstones, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, what are we talking about today? ASMR. Now, this is actually a topic suggestion. Now, I think... Do we sadly, get a topic suggestion? We had a genuine, from a stranger, not from mum, not from my brothers, a topic suggestion from... It says Jackson. But then looking at the email address... Jackson Dennis, or it could be Dennis Jackson, not sure. But, either way. someone, someone's listening. One of great. the great men, either way. Yeah, that's right. So, Jackson or Dennis submitted ASMR. Oh, you can't see it, but I've actually got balloons and, and streamers falling from the roof of my uh, room here like I've won the showcase. This yeah, is actually, exciting. Now, this was a while ago, and I did. I forwarded the email to you, and I said, topic suggestion, literally an embarrassing amount of exclamation marks. There's at least 15 exclamation marks. <laughs> Well, way too excited. The the uh, the first topic suggestion deserves at least fifteen exclamation marks. I'm surprised you didn't use more. <laughs> yep. But anyway, he suggested ASMR, and uh, we're delivering. I've unfortunately gone off and done two days of research around the Australian Society for Medical Research, but yeah, <laughs> I've pulled it together at the last minute, and I've got some things to say. Oh, this would be impressive. <laughs> Can um, I bust out a Don's definition? A, a double D. Double D time. Bring it. ASMR stands for Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response. Mm. And it's a term for the sensation people get 
when they watch stimulating videos or take part in other activities, usually ones that involve personal attention. Many people describe the feeling as tingles that run through the back of their head down into their spine. Um, I've heard it also described as a head orgasm. Really? I did not. Yeah. Interesting. The brain tingles. That kind of reminds me. Remember that shop where we grew up? The local mall had a shop called Inner Harmony. Mm. Very hippie. And they had this thing called the Orgasmatron where they were just basically you'd be browsing in the store and then a young lady would come up behind you and just put this thing on your head which had lots of different kind of looked like an octopus, I guess. Yep. It was run a, it down your head. It was pretty it, good. It was, like, it was pretty good. <laughs> That's pretty good. That was your first sexual experience. That was, it was. Uh, it's, <laughs> it was always interesting though because more often than not though they chose the rock hard dolphin massaging tool and yeah. they would attack you with it you know they would close the gap quite quickly and get onto you with it when we all wanted the orgasmatron but they always chose yeah. the dolphin it was i didn't mind it was difficult I, think to I, was, I was 15 year old boy at the time and they had young ladies working there attacking people with dolphins i like, oh, just let's just go to in harmony guys and see uh <laughs> biggest cup biggest cup you choose yeah. yeah i'm a big candle buff let's just uh <laughs> go check it out <laughs> the orgasmatron classic yeah yeah classic anyway let's move on so the, this is all and specifically what it usually um comes from is an auditory sense so it's listening to something and youtube videos are the biggest thing there which is interesting in itself that it's the video medium there's like 13 million of these videos on youtube at the moment literally over 13 million yeah and yet it's an auditory experience but there isn't like a podcast stream of these which is interesting you think the podcast would do oh, they must a better be. job but it's, I'm gonna start it's one mainly video as a market there i reckon dennis jackson slash jackson dennis would be into it <laughs> <laughs> the so we're lucky you were doing it at the, at the introduction the videos have this it's weird like it's like a high quality microphone that they turn up really high and then they whisper into it while you know rubbing a brush or opening a bag of chips or you know, making a small, small sound much larger because of the microphone. And it's all done in this hushed, whispery kind of vibe that it feels really creepy to me. It is. It's, I think the best thing, let's just show an example of an ASMR video. We'll, we'll put something together and then everyone will know what we're talking about. So this is an example of ASMR. <laughs> No, it's been a hard day. I feel you. But it's okay, right? What do you think if I just sit with you here for a while, quietly, while you fall asleep, yeah? Just to keep you company. Deal. Brush your hair a little bit with my fingers. And so your uh, interpretation at the beginning was scarily accurate to what we just yeah. heard. <laughs> it's the little <laughs> or the ha ah, that it's the subtleness of the I don't know. There's almost like a a flirty subtext that is interesting. We need to explore at some point in this conversation. Yeah, it's just really strange. It's something so. <laughs> 
<laughs> I actually made a little audio diary of myself listening to an ASMR video for the first time. One of those reaction videos. A, a live reaction Ooh. of listening to it. Um, so we'll, we'll throw to that now. We're cutting to a lot of tape at the moment. Oh, mate. <laughs> Can't get enough tape. <laughs> cutting too much, man. Too, nah, no such thing, man. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm here. I'm home alone. I'm going to experience my first ASMR video. I really hope I don't like it. And let's just see what happens. So, a little bit nervous, a little bit hungry, uh, a little bit sweaty. Uh, it's a bit hot in here. All right, let's give it a go. So, talking a bit weird. No tingles yet. You're supposed to get tingles starting from your head down to your back. No tingles yet. Weird. Actually, getting. I'm getting some tingles. I'm getting some tingles on the head. Um, I think it's just because I haven't washed it for a while. Yes. I'm filthy. Yep, I need to wash my hair. Okay, I'll ignore that. The only time I usually get tingles is whenever Luke mentions anything sexual. It's more of a shudder. It's more of a shudder and get a bit nauseous, feel a little bit sick and uh, I try not to let that happen. So hopefully he doesn't mention anything of that nature. Okay, she's rubbing on a brush now. No, it just reminds me that I need to wash my hair. That's the only issue with that. Um, I don't get it. It's not, I don't find it that relaxing. I feel a bit weird. I'm here talking to myself, listening to someone just rubbing on a brush. Okay, didn't work for me. I'm a bit, little bit relieved. I'm not gonna lie. But back to me and Luke in the studio. Firstly, how often do you wash your hair? Let's just get to the bottom. <laughs> Let's get to the bottom of this. <laughs> Uh, I reckon every three days, I reckon. Three to four days. Yeah, that's pretty good. Is that gross? How's that? No. Nah, I don't know what's gross and what's not. And I don't know. I could be wrong here and I could get publicly shamed. But I reckon if you wash your hair anywhere up to once a week, mm. that's fair enough. Any more than once a week, you need to look at some of your lifestyle choices. Yeah. So are you you're about once a week? Yeah, I'm anywhere from three to six days in that ballpark, which means six days always. Yeah, and mate, your dandruff tells another story anyway. But, uh... <laughs> so, these videos, right, I saw... There's not a lot of research that's been done around the ASMR videos. Well, it's not It's not scientific at all. There's no science behind any of this. Even the term autonomous sensory meridian response was just made up by some woman in her bedroom. Like, it's there's nothing about it that's scientific. Yeah, recent as, like, that... That lady, you know, was was it Janet Allen or, or something like that? Jackson in, Dennis, yep. Jackson <laughs> <laughs> In 2007, she just wrote on this website forum, you know, kind of weird sensation that feels good. And then based on that post, a whole bunch of people that experienced the same thing got around it. And so to date, there's only been, I think, a dozen studies that have looked into it. And at this stage, it's just kind of like, you know, what triggers it? what might be going on. There's a couple, been a couple of brain scan studies, but not an awful lot. 
Mm. But so the, a couple of just like the basics that they've discovered is that there are four main types of triggers. And so the most common trigger for ASMR is that whispering voice that <laughs> you did so well at the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> uh, two is personal attention. And that's the bit I find creepiest when they do these videos and they kind of talk to the viewer like, how are you going? I hope you've had a good day and you're ready to relax into this video. I'm like, and, and a lot of the videos, they're not only just scraping things and, and doing that kind of that percussive noise, but it's also like a, a fake um, intimacy. Yes. Which is, they say it, the people that are into ASMR swear black and blue that it's not sexual. It kind of seemed something was, something was not quite wholesome about the whole thing. Yes, I I don't reckon the tingles are limited to the the head and the back. <laughs> there's some I think that's there's right. some lower tingles going on there. Yeah, there's <laughs> got to be lower tingles. Yeah, because they're always a tr- the majority attractive women. Yeah, done up to the nines, doing this kind of whispery intimate thing. A lot of them are role playing like massages and yeah, yep, yeah, and often it's in like a uh, with that yeah. You sound like you're having a couple of tingles there. <laughs> Just- <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, that's what I was going to say. I was going to bring this the noise up. This is actually my thing. Me and Luke have been talking about this noise that people do. It is really disturbing. And I'm going to, this is a, a warning right now. If kids are in the car, block their ears because <laughs> I reckon the people that listen to ASMR make this noise. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, it's, I think it's exactly what's going on. Yeah. The funny thing is, though, if I like, if I'll describe to you, like, oh, I had the best burger the other day, I had this, like, you know, bacon and cheese and a soft bun, and then you would listen <laughs> yeah. and then just go, oh, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the funniest noise in the business. Because <laughs> the, the whole thing around is it being used for sexual stimulation? Seems with everyone who doesn't get the tingles says that's what you're doing it for, and then I read a study where they, people were asked why do you engage in these videos, mm. and 98 percent of them said one of the main reasons is relaxation, 82 percent said to help me get to sleep, and only five percent reported using it for sexual stimulation, which means that 95 percent of ASMR people are liars. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> And so, just to come back a little bit, the other types of common triggers were crisp sounds, like the the brush or the packet of chips, and slow movements. This is when they kind of are slowly kind of caressing something, which I don't know how this isn't sexual. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) I think we've made that point loud and clear. We're talking about a lot of the people that are into ASMR say they realise at a very young age, like in like kindergarten, that that certain noise would give them tingles and they'd get sleepy from it. It's something that people, I think by now, I'll, as you know, in that video or in that audio, I was concerned that I would be into it. And I think <laughs> most people, I did not want to be into it <laughs> at all. I don't want to be an ASMR guy. <laughs> um, but most people know, I think. The I have a little bit of a confession to make mm. that... Um, there were a few videos I watched, you know, 
some of the ones that were less sexual and more normal. <laughs> and I, it's really disturbing. It really is. <laughs> and I occasionally I got a very very light kind of tingling sensation. Sensation. Oh jeez, tingling sensation. <laughs> In my sex pack. I mean, no, I'm assuming that. Yeah. In my the, in sex pack? Six pack? No, sorry. <laughs> in my lower legs. Lower legs? My, That's a DVT, from- my friend. <laughs> <laughs> How long were you watching those videos for? <laughs> you got to do leg exercises. <laughs> I'll wear my compression stockings next time yeah. I get the ASMR videos. Yeah. <laughs> you must have been there for hours. <laughs> Um, so there's a few other things that I stumbled across. Um, mm. Because it hasn't been well researched, there's kind of no diagnostic criteria, so we don't know how many people experience it. It's kind of one thing. Yeah. Two is it's not even in the dictionary yet. That's kind of how new this is and how not established. Although every kind of TV show has done a segment on ASMR, like on the project, and like it's coming up a lot. It's known, yeah. There's lots, just Googling it, there's lots of... Um Lots of results. Yeah. But when I talk to people about, they say, you know, what's your next potty topic? And I say ASMR. I reckon seven out of 10 hadn't heard of it, which is interesting. Yeah. When Jackson Dennis Dennis Jackson suggested (laughs) it, I had to, I had to, I wasn't actually that familiar with it either. So I had to Google it and go, what is this about? But I kind of knew about. You didn't say, what is this this about? You said, what is that about? I said, what I said, what's that about? Question mark. Thank you. Yeah. But there's also. This other kind of weird aspect to it is that there is ASMR kids videos and they're quite controversial because there's still this debate going on about whether it's sexual. And I think YouTube has had to ban quite a lot of those videos because it really towed that weird line and it, I think it made YouTube or Google uncomfortable. Mm, yeah. yeah. That's interesting. Um, I read a study that looked at what's actually happening in the body when ASMR is being experienced. Mm. And there's a couple of interesting things. One was apparently their heart rate decreases, which kind of supports that it's a relaxation response they're getting. Yeah. But their skin conductivity increases. So it's almost like it is a little yeah. bit arousing while it's also calming. So it's... Yeah, right. They're kind of describing it as a a complex emotional reaction because it's kind of doing two opposite things simultaneously, which is why it might feel so unusual, but also a little bit pleasant. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure this one's not going to make the uh, the cut. You'll, yeah. uh, you'll edit it out for the sake of uh, public interest. My, f- <laughs> my finger's on the button. <laughs> but there was a study where they looked at people's brains who experienced ASMR versus those that don't. Mm. And they looked at this particular part of the brain called the default mode network, which is associated with kind of non-cognitive tasks like daydreaming or, you know, mind wandering. Um, And they discovered that people who experience ASMR are less able to inhibit sensory information and the emotional response to that compared to other people. So there's something that's in the wiring of how the brain you know, operates that seems to be going on here. So it's it could be a really kind of legitimate thing. Hmm. Hmm. Is that going to make the cut or not? I think. You're, yeah, I think that'll make the cut. <laughs> your hmm 
makes me think <laughs> you're going to delay a decision on that well, until you hear it back. Tell you what, I was at a daydreaming and mind wandering just soon after you uh, started that sentence. So <laughs> your skin conductance was through the roof, though. Yeah, it was going nuts. Yeah. Goosebumps. <laughs> there you go. So, <laughs> that's the last time I'll do that noise. <laughs> Dennis Jackson, Jackson Dennis. Yeah. <laughs> would not have suggested this topic if he knew that's what he was going to get served up. He's, he's regretting it big time. <laughs> so that's really all we know about ASMR, which is not an awful lot at this stage. It's another classic What's That About episode where you actually know less about something than when you started listening to the episode. So <laughs> I'm it's, somehow dumber for no having tuned in. <laughs> yeah, there's no clear answers. I was reading a book with one of my kids the other day, which was almost one of those, you know, those big book of why um, kids books. Yeah. And I had this, this little bit of an awkward moment when I was looking through the different titles of every page and it was like, you know, where does belly, buff, bluff, uh, belly um, button fluff come from? Yeah. You know, and it was all these questions for a book for a seven-year-old. And then I look back at some of our early topics and they were exactly the same. Like we were essentially <laughs> investigating <laughs> questions <Child> that children <laughs> learn about in a, in a seven-year-old kid's book. Yeah. Okay. We're going to aim for the six-year-olds then because they haven't read that book yet. <laughs> Get in early. Get in early. They're the, our demographic. <laughs> We've got to use pester power to our advantage. <laughs> So that is it for ASMR. That was a little bit faster than expected. So we've probably got time for a social etiquette segment. Hit that theme song, D-Train. If you've got a social problem that makes you want to run and hide, then we recommend you listen to Luke and Don's Etiquette Guide. Luke and Don's Etiquette Guide, if you want. All right, Don. Social etiquette. Do you Mm. have a dilemma we need to solve today? I do. This has happened to me quite a few times over the last few months mm-hmm. is that someone starts telling you a story that they've already told you previously and then, you know, they start telling the story again and I'll just say, ah, yeah, yeah, you told, you told me this before. But then they just continue telling the story. They just ignore <laughs> that crucial bit of information and then you have to basically, you can say it one or two times that you've already heard it and if they keep going... I basically have to do a full replay of my reactions as if it's the first time I've heard it. <laughs> this happens to me on a seemingly daily basis. <laughs> what I want to do is just go, stop. Stop. <laughs> just put my hand out and say, stop. I've heard this I've before. I've heard this before. <laughs> I've said I've heard it and you are continuing to yeah. tell the same story again. <laughs> But I've never done that. I've told them once, maybe twice, and then I'm just in full replay mode at that point. Yeah. That's, do you have the thing where you get so into your reenactment of your original reaction that your brain wanders a bit and you're like, maybe I could be an actor. They are totally yeah. buying my reaction here. Like it's an authentic reaction. I'm incredible. <laughs> the other little thing I seem to do is, yeah, your, your first statement is, Oh, yeah, I remember this story. And then when yep. they keep on going, you then obviously go through with the, you know, fake, you know, fake natural reaction. And then sometimes <laughs> in the dying minutes of the story, just to regain a little bit of integrity and credibility, I will often throw back as I'm, you know, escaping from the situation a, yes, yes, I remember when you yeah, told me that the first time. <laughs> you'll you'll double down on the you've already told me. So you've, you've kind of sandwiched your fake reaction with... 
two truths. Yeah. But it doesn't make any sense because you've just played along for a few minutes. So the, the trick is, other than just saying, stop, I've heard this. <laughs> yeah. What are our options here? What can we do in these situations without offending the other person? Well, you could just walk away. Just in the middle of a story. That's an abrupt always the move in the business. An abrupt walkout. Yeah. Not advised. Mm. Um, mm. Other than doing stop, walk away, or just continue on. I don't know if there is any other options. Is there? What a, a little thing I've tried occasionally, which can backfire, mm. is you double down on proving you've already heard the story. So you start filling in the next section of the story Taking saying, over the story. Taking over the story, the takeover. Oh, bold. It's a hostile takeover where you then go, ah, oh, yes, I remember that. And then that person did this. That was very good. You you almost take over the narrator role. I like it. That's aggressive. Bold. Bold. That is an aggressive move. I'll try that next time. Yeah. The uh, It leaves them nowhere to go because you were then telling the story that they've tried <laughs> to start telling you. Yeah. <laughs> or my other... <laughs> The other thing, and this isn't so much a social etiquette issue, but when someone's retelling a conversation they had with someone else and then they get as annoyed as they were during that conversation and then they're <laughs> like, they'll start going, and then he said, get lost, you loser. And then I'm like, I'm not that guy. I'm not that guy. <laughs> <laughs> like, ah, don't, hit, don't hit me. <laughs> totally re-experiencing the moment. They're experiencing just getting way too into it. <laughs> Does that happen to you? Oh, it's it's frightening. Oh, definitely. And you you actually feel the emotions rather than you're acting in the real time scenario. You're like, this yes, just got really intense all of a sudden. Suddenly it's happening again. <laughs> it's often when they've got a little bit of unfinished business about the situation and you're like, this is them trying to process it and they have not quite got through it yet because they're quite heated. <laughs> yeah, they just... <laughs> okay, so your options are stop, I don't like it, stop yes. talking. Hand to the face as well. Put your hand, hand up to their face right and say the stop. Yeah. Yep. The abrupt walk out or yep. the hostile takeover and just start telling their story yourself. Or the thing that everyone does is just to... Tell them once, give up, and then just try and reenact the conversation they had the day before. <laughs> Sorted. Okay, we've, yeah. knocked, we've knocked that one out of the park. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Now, as one final treat, and this is more for me and Luke than for anyone else, hmm. let's try and ring our brother Nick and only do the ASMR voice. <laughs> Don't give him any explanation. I need to find a brush that I can just scrape and just see what his reaction is. Is that? <laughs> Can I make a, a prediction knowing our brother? Yeah. The odds of him answering this phone call... <laughs> That's true. ...are a million to one. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right about that. He's an absolute shocker. Particularly because it's going to be from Skype and it's going to be a, an unfamiliar number, uh, so... No chance. No uh, let's, chance. Let's see how we Should go. we give it a go? All give right. it a go. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. Talk I've about got a, no credit. Talk about a professional outfit. You have not programmed in the number you're calling and you have not got any credit. <laughs> um, that's disappointing. It is disappointing. The side note, one of the great joys of my life has become ringing mum under uh, different voices and trying to fool her that I'm not me. That's in and of itself is great. One of yeah, the things- you've kind of <laughs> you've ruined relationships with her. It's, it's, 
<laughs> One of the things that has started happening, though, as a nice, pleasant byproduct of this, is when someone rings mum who has a naturally unusual or funny voice, <laughs> mum will then start saying, oh, stop it, Luke, I know it's you. Yeah. <laughs> the best thing is, is that mom, our mum was a an English teacher for people who've recently come from different countries. And some of the stuff Luke pulls out is like comedy shtick from the 30s. It is full racism at, the, at this point. On the one hand, it is absolutely terrible. And on the other hand, I've managed to convince mum I'm a 75-year-old <laughs> Vietnamese woman. It is yes. absolutely incredible. <laughs> You do a great 75-year-old Vietnamese It's <laughs> it is uncanny. <laughs> Would you care to do a version for us now? Absolutely not. Absolutely <laughs> not. I was getting that, uh, that noise ready if you, if you did it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Alrighty, that is enough for this week. We will, we will catch you next time. Thanks, Dennis Jackson. If you, no, Dennis, Dennis Jackson, Jackson, Dennis, thank you very much. If anyone has... Any uh, any suggestions, any topics up their sleeve they'd like us to do, give us a give us a tinkle. What's that about at Outlook.com? We'll use 20 exclamation marks. If someone, anyone, emails <laughs> us, anyone, for God's sake, <laughs> for God's give, sake. <laughs> give us an email <laughs> with a suggestion. Be a leader like Dennis Jackson, Jackson Dennis. Make, yeah, take a he's stand. He's shown the way. He's interested in this topic, so he's obviously... He's probably in bed by now. He's only six. And uh, he's, he's Betty buys. But in the morning, he might send another email. The And if he does listen to this, just let us know. Is it Dennis Jackson or is it Jackson Dennis? This is really starting yeah. to bother me. Because all our other, uh, like Warren Groom's still on the scene, but he's not as uh, active in the What's That About community as uh, he used to be. True. Sarah Thornton, she's still around, mm. but not as active. Is a, a new horse has entered the race all of a sudden. Yeah, and I think look out, big boys in town, and he's going to win the race. Jackson Dennis, Dennis <laughs> big Jackson. <boy>. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's a big dog. She said, "Big dog, big dog, big boy." Sounds a bit weird. It sounds. <laughs> it sounds like a bit of a power move. It <laughs> big boy. <laughs> Alrighty, catch you next time. See you next episode. Bye. Ha, 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 ha.